With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson Fish Oils with confidence. For Carlson Fish Oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. That's right. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. a.m. Don't forget that number. And for you young people who got here by accidentally fat-fingering your FM band selector, we're an AM radio station, and AM refers to more than just the time of day. Vaccine incentives could run afoul of the law if the rewards are too big. Mike Bauer reports. Vaccine incentives are becoming the Wild West out there because there's no clear standard for how large rewards can be without violating federal disability, anti-discrimination, and privacy laws as the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission continues to lag on issuing guidance. And that's what's causing companies to ratchet up their various sized cash stipends to workers who get vaccinated. But Megan O'Brien, an attorney at the law firm Archer, warns, until the EEOC issues updated guidance, it's a bit risky to offer vaccination incentives. O'Brien recommends that any vaccine incentive equal no more than one day's pay. The Justice Department is releasing part of a memo that explains why it didn't file obstruction charges against President Trump. Rory O'Neill reports. Part of the memo explains why in 2019 the Justice Department decided not to charge then-President Trump with obstruction connected to the Russia probe. Two Justice Department officials said evidence gathered by Robert Mueller didn't rise to the level of probable cause. A judge who has reviewed the full memo says then-Attorney General Bill Barr was disingenuous when he cited it as the reason that Mr. Trump didn't break the law. The agency says it will fight attempts to make more of the memo public. A year after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis police custody, efforts continue among lawmakers to negotiate a police reform bill. Floyd's younger sister, Bridget, tells the Today Show this morning she's still holding out hope, but it's difficult. They have got our hopes up on several occasions about what they were going to do. This, as key lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, insist progress is actually being made. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. 
The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-753-9978. 800-753-9978. California headline news. On Monday, Governor Gavin Newsom announced $2 billion is being added to the budget to fight wildfires. Prior to the announcement, he toured fire conditions in the state from a helicopter. As we were flying down, Chief Porter reminded me over a thousand plus more fires this year than this time last year. And last year was a record-breaking year. The additional funding will be used to pay for new planes, helicopters, land management, and more firefighters. Oakland police are investigating a murder that occurred Monday afternoon in Chinatown. Police say more than 20 rounds were fired, and it happened just a block away from the Oakland police headquarters. And finally, police are looking for a suspect who has shattered the windows of eight Culver City businesses with BB gun pellets recently. This man works at a restaurant that was targeted. This area used to be like a safe place and police cannot catch anybody yet so it's kind of scary us. Whoever is doing it has caused at least $10,000 in damages since mid-April. Steve Clawson, California News. Panera favorites are hot and ready to serve for dinner. Taste our creamy mac and cheese served in a crispy bread bowl or the classic bacon turkey bravo featuring our signature sauce. How about our new mouth-watering Chipotle chicken and bacon flatbread pizza? These and other favorites are waiting for you. Order dinner tonight for delivery or pickup only at Panera. Availability and pricing may vary. It's the perfect season to power your passions during Dell's Summer Sale event. Save up to $400 on the very latest Dell XPS computers and Alienware systems, all powered by Intel Core processors. You'll also find great savings on Dell monitors, docks, and other popular accessories. Special limited quantity deals start each weekday at 10 a.m. through May 31st. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Just call 800 by dell for Summer Sale event savings. That's 800 by dell California headline news, more than 1,200 movie memorabilia items from the prop store in Santa Clarita will go up for auction from June 30th to July 1st. Prop store marketing manager Matt Truex says the memorabilia market is booming. The collecting market has been very excited lately in all fields. We saw this last year, too. Last year was actually the first time that we had one of these entertainment memorabilia live auctions here in Los Angeles, and it exceeded our expectations. Items up for bid come from movies such as Star Wars, Indiana Jones, and Top Gun. Steve Clawson, California News. K-C-A-A. I'm Aaron Brinker, and I'm sure Todd will be joining us shortly. We're here on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5, and FM 102.3. So, you know, um, I have uh, I have to be honest about something. Well, of course I'm going to be honest since I have an announcement to make. Um, I have been doing this show either with to- Todd or Tobin, not Toad and Tobin, <laughs> Todd and Tobin um, uh, for six and a half years. And before that, uh, for seven, no, five, how many years? I've been on the air since 2009, almost every day. And uh, I mean, there's been times in there where I haven't. So, but pretty much every day since 2009, um, I have been on the air and um I have loved doing this show, loved doing this show, but uh, I have a full-time, full-time, full-time job uh, apart from this, and um, 
this Friday will be the final broadcast of uh, On the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. But don't despair. I love this radio station, and I've been at this radio station for, you know, 12 years. And um, uh, I am not leaving entirely. Starting next Tuesday, that's a week from today, uh, I will be hosting the on, uh, I'm sorry, Uplift San Bernardino radio show, Tuesday evening, 6 p.m., right here on KCAA. That's the Uplift San Bernardino radio show. Um, We'll be talking about all things related to lifting up San Bernardino. Um, Uplift San Bernardino is a, and I think I've talked about it on the show, is a collective impact um, initiative with over 30 partners. The Making Hope Happen Foundation is the backbone organization um, for it, but certainly not doing it alone. There's, uh, We are just kind of coordinating it as many, many partners do, do uh, a lot of coordinated work. And what collective impact means is um, instead of all of these organizations, companies, businesses, et cetera, governments, uh, working in silos, we 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 coordinate with each other um, so that we're all kind of swimming in the same direction. People aren't changing their missions; they're we're amplifying what they're doing. So we have a housing uh, uh, pipeline working group, for example, and it's developers and other people that are focused on housing um, uh, funders and you know you know NPHS and NHSIE and many others who focus on housing and helping people get housing and help helping people finance housing, et cetera. And um, they are doing some incredible work, and we'll have we'll we'll uh, talk about that to help families get into homes uh, in the city of San Bernardino. Um, and we'll be talking about that on the show. There's a small business resource group that is coordinating with uh, with the Micro Enterprise Collaborative and the Small Business Development Center and the Inland Women's Business Development Center and being really led by two women who are uh, Associa- uh, Association Emprendedores, and I probably pronounced that wrong and forgive me, Monica, and the uh, Latino uh, Women's Business um, association for the Inland Empire, and they're doing it. Tr- and although it's not limited to women, doing incredible work helping entrepreneurs find funding, find resources, find information, um, and really hone what they're doing. Um, and there's also uh, a human resource group, and a data and research group, and uh, a planning group. Um, there's uh, career pipelines. As a matter of fact, um, Uplift San Bernardino tomorrow night is having a job fair for entry level job fair. This is for for um, uh, high school students, uh, graduates, uh, gra- recent graduates, so like p- kids that are graduating, and up to about 25. So really 16 to 25-year-olds who live in the area um, can go to this uh, website, um, and I will give that to you. Uh, I don't have that handy because that I should have, but I don't. Um, so that's tomorrow night. It's online, and we already have you know, lots of great uh, employers signed up, and I, I will come back to that um, uh, so that you can, uh, so I can tell you who's going to be there. And so we're going to be focusing on the work that's being done in San Bernardino um, uh, to, because things are going great. Things are popping. We are, we are, you know, San Bernardino is poised for a renaissance, and uh, this collective group is working on, on making that happen. Um, it takes lots of uh, energy from lots of different sectors, including the grassroots. We're getting, we're working hard to get buy-in from um, local residents, um, including uh, the neighborhood cluster associations and um, uh, many other groups. So, you know, sadly, this this show will um, be ending uh, on Friday. So Friday will be our last show. But uh, fear not. You will hear us on Tuesday night, hear me on Tuesday nights. I think Todd will join us as long, as much as his swim uh, coaching schedules will allow. And we're going to continue the Back from the Brink uh, podcast. It, it's going to evolve to a, one, a once-a-week show as well. Um, but we definitely will be doing that, and I'll be talking about that before the week is out. So, you know, I've loved doing this. I, I've It's been an agonizing decision, but... Um, uh, I, I need to prioritize my health and getting this time back to exercise in the morning, um, because I work very, very long days. Um, so I, uh, uh, and I'm not complaining, but I had to make adjustments. So anyway, that is, uh, that is the deal. That is the sitch. Um, so on to the local news, um, 
All right. So a college soccer player uh, in Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati, she drowned in a state park. Um, uh, Allison Sidlowski, um, the city is, the university is mourning the loss of this 21-year-old um, soccer player. So a, week eight, a weekend outing at a state park turned tragic for a women's soccer player from the University of Cincinnati. Um uh, she was apparently hanging from a boat's swim platform at East Fork State Park before she suddenly vanished into the water. I, I, yeah, she said, the department says the college student wasn't wearing a life jacket. And in Sunday's early morning hours, search crews found her body. Um, I'm absolutely crushed for the Sidlowski family, our uh, our soccer team and the university. This is according to Neil Stafford, the university's head coach for women's soccer. Uh, our Bearcats family had suffered an extreme loss. Um, she had recently finished her sophomore season with the Bearcats, though she'd been sidelined from playing this spring due to an, er- uh, an injury. Um, so, you know, here she was in great physical condition, you know, and I and I suppose they're going to be doing autopsies and all of that because, you know, how do you just slip into the water and die? So maybe she had a seizure. Maybe she had maybe something happened. Maybe she was um, uh, I don't know. Maybe something happened. And so I think Todd is with us. Todd, how you doing? <laughs> I'm well rested, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so I shared the news that Friday is going to be our li- our last broadcast uh, on this mm-hmm. show, um, and uh, that uh, we have been offered, and we are going to be taking the the uh, Tuesday evening, well, the Uplift San Bernardino radio show Tuesday evening, six p.m. here on KCAA. And I know um, that you can join us when your when your swimming season will swimming coaching will allow it, and mm-hmm. um, that's the opening that the uh, that the radio that the station had, and we're gonna we're gonna nap. Right that and we're going to continue our podcast so but it'll be a weekly podcast and we're looking forward to um, having some in-depth in-depth conversations and we can go longer than the 45 minutes that the podcast has been going yeah yeah so we're going to switch over to weekly and uh and so that will be similar format to what we're doing here and then um and then yeah the the tuesday nights will be the the new thing so that, uh, you know, it kind of fits everybody's schedules a little bit better. So um, we hope that everybody who's listening will will stay tuned in. Yeah. So um, uh, the state of Florida has has is taking uh, social media companies to task. They're going to start finding social media companies if those social media companies um, kick off the uh, political candidates that they, that they don't like. So in mm-hmm. what New York Times is calling a direct response to Facebook and Twitter because they suspended Donald Trump from their platforms, um, Florida on Monday adopted a law that allows social media companies to be fined for s- taking such action. So um, mm-hmm. the, the governor has signed it. It bars companies from suspending political candidates for more than 14 days um, ahead of a, an election. So... Uh, if they do it, and and these dollar amounts, maybe just they may fi- figure it's a cost of doing business. It'll be fined two hundred. They'll be fined two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per day if the candidate is running for statewide office, or twenty five thousand dollars a day for local offices. Now, mm-hmm. both of those numbers are rounding errors for Twitter and Facebook. Um, but yeah, you know they're they're trying to say you can't you can't use your power to influence an election and get away with it in the state of Florida. Um, they also prohibit companies from stopping media outlets from posting to their platforms. So, like, you know, you, it's it's you, you not not only can you not ban the candidates, you can't ban articles talking about the candidates, um, you know, in a manner that you don't like, right? So, mm-hmm. um, uh, again, you know, are the fines big enough to really make a big difference? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think so. I, you know, they're they're going to do what they want to do. Like you said, for 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 companies the size of Facebook and Twitter, um, Facebook in particular, twenty five or two hundred fifty thousand dollars a day is no big deal at all. And um, you know, they'll they'll make that up on the on the on the other side, right? But yes, uh, you know, I, I I the idea I think is there. You know, the you know if you if you really want serious fines, then you have to do something like the EU has done with some of theirs, which is make it make it um, you know percentages of your revenue. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, if you, you have a certain amount of revenue declared and we'll just take a certain percentage of that. Um, and, you know, and that way, then it gr- the fine grows with the size of the company. Right. Um, so that the sting is equal. 
regardless it has to of hurt. the size of the company that does it. Um, I think, though, that they're probably going to run up against some um, of the issues uh, where there's federal laws saying that, that they have the right to block. And until it's handled at the federal level, um, they will they will fall back on that and say, fine, take us to court. We're not paying you anything um, because federal law says that we we have the right to block people who we feel are um, – uh, behaving in a way that is inappropriate for the community, and they get to define, get to define what define, the community is, right? Is the, and know? they get to define what inappropriate so, is, and, right? And clearly, yeah. you know, when you block a sitting president, um, and which they did before he left office, mm-hmm. uh, they, they can they can block anybody for anything. You know, it's what it's mm-hmm. their company; they're going to do what they want. If you don't like it, go somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. Well, and in fact, Facebook just recently, you know, they have their their like um, board. I can't. It's not a community standards board, but it's something like that. They give it a name like that, is it to get, make it sound official? Um, and that board basically looked at their their ep- efforts to block or their continuing blocking of Trump, and basically came back and and said, essentially, we don't want to make that decision, so we're just going to kick it back to the board at Facebook. And you have to make a decision within six months. And so, and so, another six months will go by, and, and then Facebook's going to have to make a decision. Um, you know, the executives at Facebook will have to make a decision. Meaning Zuckerberg will have to make a decision here as to what he's going to do. But there was a lot of people who rightfully said that you know, hey, you've you've blocked the president of the United States because you don't like what he's doing, and yet you've let despots around the world have accounts on your system. Yeah, Hamas and has an account a, as far as I was from what I understand. So Hamas yeah. is a terrorist organization and but they're cool. You do you. But the president of the United yeah. States couldn't have one. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Well, I think part of that too is is it's it's, you know, not here. If Facebook were based somewhere else, then they might they might have different perspectives, right? Or or care less, maybe, I guess is, you know, the, they you know, I don't know that their perspectives would be different, but they're, they're you know, the, the specific things that they care about might they, be. They just don't like Trump. And so, yeah, yeah. You know, and they're going to yeah. use whatever well, excuse I mean, they can to to influence mm-hmm. laws in the United States. And I, I agree with you that, 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 you know, Hamas, thank God, is not here that we know of. And so, um, you know, they certainly aren't a political party or, you know, the ruling party as in, in, um, in uh, Gaza, but... Uh, yeah. You know, I if you're going to say that you have community standards um, and that one of those standards is you don't incite violence, well, Hamas inciting violence, that's their whole raison d'etre. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I, I uh, these companies are all slimy. Well, you know, my opinion. <laughs> of Facebook, so and Twitter's I worse. Not repeat that, you know, and and. You know, and, and I've said for a long time uh, and early on, I had a lot of pushback from a lot of people. But I think I'm getting more and more people to my side is that they, they need to they need to have some laws restricting what they're doing or at least governing what they're doing, because too often they're just left to make it up on their own. And and I've felt for a long time that they need to be treated like a publisher and be held responsible for what's on there. And that, that you know, people said, oh, there's no way they could do that. And I'm going, yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. I mean, obviously they can edit because they're doing it. They're doing it. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So, so, um, so what, what news tickled your fancy? So, um, oh, I don't know. Let's put all kinds, I put all kinds of stuff in there and I haven't been really looking at it recently this morning because I was asleep. So sorry. (laughs) Um, it's okay. So yeah. Yeah. It's one of those mornings where, you know, you, 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 uh, uh, look at the clock and you go, oh, yeah, I need to get up. And then the next thing you know, somebody's going, get up, get up. <laughs> I'm like, huh? <laughs> so, it was like, oh, okay. You were sleeping soundly. Um, Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we were talking about Facebook and other tech companies are also doing things. It came out yesterday that um, apparently, and they've been trying, they've been negotiating for a while, but apparently they're getting very close to uh, uh, Amazon buying MGM Studios. So Amazon were, you know, James Bond will be an Amazon product, basically, is what we're getting down to. Wow. So, um, you know, it's just, the, you know, the, we talk about large companies and everybody always talks about Facebook and Google and, uh, you know, and, and they, a lot of people throw in Apple with that. Um, and sometimes they forget about Amazon and how they're slowly getting their fingers into everything. They're slowly taking um, over the world. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and 
And one of the stated goals that um, uh, Jeff Bezos had said, you know, when he was president and he's of the company, and now he's CEO and not, you know, president of you know day to day operations, but was that um, or C- chairman C- of the board? Let me refuse. He's chairman of the board. He's not CEO anymore. Um, is that? Excuse me. That um, he wanted Amazon to have a portion of every uh, every piece, every, every action of commerce everywhere. So he wanted them to have bits and pieces of everything in terms of anytime there's somebody, you know, there's money trading hands. They want to be involved with either the 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 processing of that money or the the you know the helping to to move that along. And, and I think a lot of people think of them as a store and they really view themselves as, you know, a finance company that's, that's tied into selling and into, um, you know, providing storage for things on and, and functionality for things on the internet because of their Amazon web services, AWS. Um, they're behind just about, uh, every website in some faction fashion or function. There's just tons and tons of websites and, uh, it, although it's rare, there was, you know, if AWS has an outage, if something goes down at AWS, you'll notice that there's a whole bunch of websites that just don't work anymore. And in fact, lots and lots of really big websites just stop working because they rely on AWS for their backend services. And, uh, uh, you know, they, they, um, as a, as an online company, they bought uh, a very brick and mortar business in Whole Foods. And so, and you, people would say, well, why would you want to get into groceries at such a low margin type of business? Well, Whole Foods is probably the highest margin of, of the grocery business. Um, and, and they just, you know, they're spreading their wings in lots and lots of different ways. Um, Amazon is, I, you know, I don't know what it means to MGM or to, to movies other than, you know, we would see more and more MGM stuff available on Amazon it Prime Video. It means there's money to be made, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, but I mean, as far yes. as like to, to the end viewer, you right. know, do I care if, if it's, you know, MGM is owned by or, or managed by, you know, people who wear an Amazon hat versus an MGM hat? Uh, I don't know that I care really, but yeah. but it just, you know, it makes you wonder about things like that, you know, and I, we did a story or we talked about a story. Um, it's been a while now about how more and more movies, because uh, they view China as a large uh, market are now creating movies and scripts that basically fit into a um, a template that is essentially required by the Chinese government, meaning that if there's Chinese characters, they're not allowed to lose a fight. And if there's Chinese characters, you know, and there needs to be Chinese characters in movies that are going to be released in China. And so, um, um, you know that. You know that's not something that happens here, where the government doesn't put pressure on an industry to say you have to include, you know, people that look a certain way, or, or um, you know, I mean, the the studios certainly, you know, tend to have a tendency to to hire actors and actresses that look a certain way. Right, but that's but, that's uh, the market doing what the market does. Right. You know, they find yeah, a formula that I mean, pays, and they do that formula over and over again. Exactly. That's why we've had 50,000 superhero movies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's just interesting to see, um, you know, with this kind of consolidation, you know, will that mean that we'll see more of that kind of stuff where they'll say they'll be making decisions, um, you know, market-based decisions for markets that aren't necessarily the United States because the the world is a bigger market than just us, right? And and then if you're doing that, then there are, are countries who do have more specific rules about how the the you know you, how you structure a film and what you're allowed to do which means that we may not get some stories or if we do they'll be from small independent places and not from the bigger studios well you know the daily wire is getting into movie making because they don't like where they've mm-hmm. seen hollywood go and um uh, so yeah. i think that you're going to see a lot more going to see a lot more um boutique uh, production companies. Um, it'd be interesting to see what what Amazon 
does? Are they only going to are they are they buying? It's MGM, right? They're buying MGM, um, right? Uh, buying them so they can have their catalog, or so they can start making movies. You know, I don't know, and that remains to be seen. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, will they start making movies that are that are are made for an American market? Or are they going to focus their their sites and and their their stories on the Chinese mm-hmm. market or the more global market. Um, you know, I don't want to see movies that where the Americans, the bad guy, I don't, I don't want to, I won't pay for that. So, um, uh, unless it's, you know, American versus, versus American, but if it's the bad Americans and the good Chinese, I have no interest in seeing that at all. Um, yeah, that if that starts to become a trend, I mean, you know, if it's a good story or, you know, or it's a, a historic thing where somebody did something bad, that's fine. But if you start seeing that, you know, if, you know, a one-off is one thing. If that if that becomes sort of the new structure of their movies, you're like, wait a minute, why? What, what's what's right. going on? Here? You can play that propaganda <laughs> somewhere else. I don't want to see it. Exactly. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't turn James Bond into the bad guy, right? Exactly. He he, he's never been exactly a good guy because he kind of, you know, I mean, he has a license to kill, <laughs> but, uh, but. Um, you know, he's not, he's not the bad guy. No, he's <laughs> not. On. So with so, that, uh, it is time for a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink. The morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. KCAA Loma Linda. 1050 AM. K292 FQ Riverside. And K293 CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. Moderna says its COVID-19 vaccine is 100% effective in people ages 12 to 17. Company said today also it will be asking the FDA for emergency approval to give the shots to kids early next month. Approval could take about a month. Pfizer has already given permission to start vaccinating 12 to 17-year-olds. COVID vaccine incentives could run afoul of the law if the rewards are too big. Mike Bauer reports. Vaccine incentives are becoming the Wild West out there because there's no clear standard for how large rewards can be without violating federal disability, anti-discrimination, and privacy laws, as the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission continues to lag on issuing guidance. And that's what's causing companies to ratchet up their various sized cash stipends to workers who get vaccinated. But Megan O'Brien, an attorney at the law firm Archer, warns, until the EEOC issues updated guidance, it's a bit risky to offer vaccination incentives. O'Brien recommends that any vaccine incentive equal no more than one day's pay. The Justice Department is releasing part of a memo that explains why it didn't file obstruction charges against President Trump. Rory O'Neill reports. Part of the memo explains why in 2019 the Justice Department decided not to charge then-President Trump with obstruction connected to the Russia probe. Two Justice Department officials said evidence gathered by Robert Mueller didn't rise to the level of probable cause. A judge who has reviewed the full memo says then-Attorney General Bill Barr was disingenuous when he cited it as the reason that Mr. Trump didn't break the law. The agency says it will fight attempts to make more of the memo public. A year after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis police custody, efforts continue among lawmakers to negotiate a police reform bill. Floyd's younger sister, Bridget, tells the Today Show this morning she's still holding out hope, but it's difficult. They have got our hopes up on several occasions about what they were going to do. This, as key lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, insist progress is actually being made. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. Josh Bailey took an errant pass from Tristan Jarry, buried a goal 51 seconds into double overtime. The Islanders beat the Penguins 3-2 to in Game 5 in Pittsburgh. In Winnipeg, the Jets used a breakaway goal from Kyle Connor in the third overtime to eliminate the Oilers. Elsewhere, Florida and Minnesota staved off elimination with the Panthers beating the Lightning 4-1, the Wild beating the Golden Knights 4-2, Toronto top Montreal 2-1. In the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks and Denver Nuggets made relatively easy work of their opponents in blowout wins in Game 2s on Monday night. Donovan Mitchell says he's upset that Utah choosing to sit him late for game one of the NBA playoffs. He said he was definitely frustrated and upset with the decision. 
It appears Julio Jones is on his way out of Atlanta. The Falcons wide receiver appeared on Fox Sports 1 and said, I'm out of here. Jones was asked where he'd like to go and said he wants to win. That's sports. I'm Seth Everett. It's time to take a look at our roadways. I'm Aaron Brinker. In Riverside, uh, on Van Buren Boulevard northbound between Harupa Avenue and Limonite Avenue, there's completely blocked. Uh, there is a brush fire that has all sides blocked in both directions. An alternative route would be Mission Inn. Uh, the brush fire is burning in the Santa Ana Riverbed. In Ontario, on the 60 westbound between Milliken and Archibald, there's a work zone. Carpool and left lanes are closed. Stop and go traffic is backed up from the 15. Uh, the carpool and left lane are closed until 7 a.m., so there's not that much time left. In Chino, on the 60 westbound before Central, there's an injury crash in the left lane. Stop and go traffic is backed up from Archibald. There's an overturned vehicle blocking that left lane, and emergency crews are on the scene. This uh, report is sponsored by the Kawea Casino Hotel in Anza. Take the scenic route to winning at Kawea Casino, Ro- Casino Hotel, where you'll always find real slots, real service, and real value. Just 30 minutes from Temecula in Anza. Kawea Casino Hotel, regularly unexpected. This has been your traffic report. Drive carefully, everyone. I'm Erin Brinker, and this is KCAA. From the KCAA Weather Center, this is Rocky. For this morning, decent day, sunshine, highs near 89. For tonight, partly cloudy skies, lows near 61. Wednesday, sunshine, highs 86. Wednesday night, mostly clear, lows 56. Sunshine for Thursday, highs 84. Friday, sunshine, highs near 86. My name is Rocky, and we are broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California. KCAA 102.3 FM River. Riverside, 106.5 FM Redlands, and the legacy 1050 AM Loma Linda, San Bernardino. Each year, millions of women are diagnosed with breast cancer. If you're over the age of 30, schedule a checkup. Remember, early detection can lead to early treatment. Today's health reminder is courtesy of Dina Allen at Farmers Insurance. For for all phases of your insurance needs, call 909-283-7771. Again, 909-283-7771. Please ask for Dina. See why more people choose Dina Allen at Farmers Insurance above the rest. That's Dina Allen at Farmers Insurance. Proud supporters in the battle against breast cancer this Mother's Day. Broadcasting more local radio programs than any other station in California. We are KCAA. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So uh, Apple and Epic, they have their uh, closing statements. Yeah, they, um, as as those who've been following it know and those who don't maybe are somewhat aware, you know, Epic is the maker of uh, Fortnite. And they basically challenged Apple's rules in their Apple store about whether you're whether you have to process payments through Apple or you can process them on your own. Apple kicked them off the store and Apple or and Epic immediately sued them. And so they have been in court for three weeks. They had uh, expert uh, testimony and witnesses coming in from both companies. They started with a Tim and they ended with a Tim Uh the uh, CEO of Epic's first name is also Tim, ah. and Tim, Tim Cook ended was the last person that they had on the stand. Um, so they were bookended by two Tims, and so closing statements were yesterday. Um, the judge said that she will, uh, you know, issue a uh, a a, a uh, an a, a opinion when she's after she's looked at this, she'll make a ruling, um, but that it will take her a couple weeks to structure that because, you know. Uh, the way that kind of stuff goes is she probably knows what she wants to do already um, based on what she's heard, but she's going to go through and make sure that she covers all the legal bases when she writes her opinion or her, her, I guess um, it's it's a a legal ruling. I keep saying opinion. That's, that's kind of what justices do on the Supreme court is opinions, right? Um, Yes. So anyhow, um, so we'll know what, what her ruling is, um, you know, in a week or two uh, is my guess. Um, 
as to how it goes. I mean, there's pundits out there. The judge is Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers. And if you kind of read into the questions that she was asking, because she was querying both uh, witnesses and and lawyers at different times, um, it seems that she um, didn't see a lot of basis for um, for the lawsuit. Essentially, it was like these are the rules. You knew the rules when you signed up. Um, I read an interesting uh, opinion the other day about. Uh, uh, you know, Epic runs a store where they sell like skins and uh, and uh, and weapons for their for the characters in their store. And somebody said, well, if Epic says that they can have, you know, free reign to have a, an app in the Apple store, but not actually pay Apple anything for it because they want to process all of their own fees and not pay Apple, then then they should also be fine with making letting anybody go into their store and create that's right. Uh, you know, skins and weapons that can be sold within the uh, Fortnite store and not pay them anything for it. Right. <laughs> right. Know? And they exactly. can sell theirs. So so I could design my own stuff and put it in the Fortnite store and sell it cheaper than for, than the Fortnite people do. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, you know, they wouldn't allow that either. So, you know. Yeah, they want their really cake and eat down, it, too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it boils down to Epic is trying to say that. That Apple that that the that the there is a monopoly within the Apple store and Apple is saying, but we're not a monopoly. We only sell 25 percent of the phones that are sold in the United States. The rest of them are Android and you can sell Fortnite and do sell Fortnite on Android and on uh, Xbox and on uh, PlayStation. And, you know, and so we're not the only marketplace for you to sell and if you don't like the rules here go sell somewhere else exactly which you do and you can play on um, one of those nintendo switches can't you yeah so you yeah, even, so, you you're know. not even locked into them as a mobile i mean obviously there's other kinds of phones but you know if you <clears throat> love apple phones but you really want to play and you don't want to pay that then you could get a nintendo switch and play on that Right. Or an Android phone or a whatever, you know, yes. and Apple's willing to say, we're betting that people aren't going to leave our platform for Epic, you know, and, and we provide a specific service and, and it's structured a certain way, you know, based on our corporate beliefs as to what's going to be best for our company. Um, you know, and so it really goes down to how do you define, you know, what the what the scope of the case is, right? Is it just the rules on the Apple store as an island or is it the overall marketplace where Epic can can possibly sell their their game? Um, Apple also made the point that, you know, that, that they're talking about this being expensive, that they said when we set up this store, the alternative was that you had to sell something in a in a in a store that was on discs, you know, and that that the packaging alone cost you much more than 30 percent of the cost, much less. You know, you had to sell it at wholesale to the to the store that then sold the discs to consumers. And uh, and, you know, in, in so we've made it much cheaper for software to be sold and dispersed. And, you know, the 30 percent is not unreasonable when you look at it in that perspective. And they so. have made billions. It's not like they, you know, Apple's getting rich yeah. and and Epic's getting nothing. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. The estimates were that Apple had made um, uh, uh, a little over a billion dollars from that one game, but that means that Epic made what? If that's thirty percent, then Epic had made uh, two and a half billion dollars from that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crimea River, Epic, and, and and continuing, and that's just from Apple because they also sell it on all those other platforms, and that those dollars were not even included. So, yeah. So I mean, we're yeah. It's it's like you know two giant titans are, are, are arguing and, and, and the rest of us peons are going, but you're also rich. Why do you care? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but they care because they care. Right. Yeah. It's an but ethical it, stance that they're both taking. But to me, it's the same thing as, as whining that Walmart takes a cut because you're selling your toothbrush in a Walmart store. Right. And so that somebody has, they go to the Walmart you got to go through Walmart's checkout system and Walmart takes a cut you know, it's to me, it's yeah. the same thing. Well, don't put it in that yeah. store if you don't like it. Right. And that's and that's kind of Apple's take on it. And 
And from, I mean, of course, you know, it may be the source of where I'm reading, so I may be confirmation bias, but it seems to me most of the places that I'm reading believe that that's sort of the direction that the, that the whole case has gone and that the judge will, in fact, uh, tell Epic to, you know, suck it up and, uh, <laughs> and either deal with it or, or, or leave. Those are your options, yes. you know, either, either comply with the rules of that store or don't sell in that store, you know, so... So, um, but I do, you know, I, I have, I have listened to some developers who have, I think some legitimate concerns about the way Apple does treat their developers in terms of the rules and the structures. And I think Apple could make some changes there. Um, and, uh, you know, and hopefully they will listen to that. And even if they win this, I hope that doesn't then feel like they're empowered to continue to, to do things that are not always the most friendly to developers. And I'm not talking about, you know, developers that make billions of dollars a year. I'm talking about, you know, the the massive number of developers who who have much smaller apps that don't make that much money. Um, but, um, you know, we can talk about that some other time as far as what those specifics are. Yep. So there's a lunar eclipse coming. Yeah. I know these you get know really me. excited. I, 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 get you excited. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like spacey things and things that happen in you know with with planets and moons and things like that. And uh, what's cool about this one is you know we, we we've talked about the supermoon. Like the supermoon is when the moon is closer to Earth, and it varies by about fifteen percent. You know, in terms of its the orbit around the Earth is not perfectly round, and so at times it is uh, the moon is closer or further from us. And when it's closer, we call that a supermoon because it looks bigger. And a, a lunar eclipse with a supermoon is just extra cool. Um, and so, yeah, this weekend, a lunar eclipse, w it's, the moon um, is, uh, will be about uh, 220,000 miles or, 3, or 357,460 kilometers at when it's at its fullest. Um, and that combined with the full moon qualifies it as a supermoon. Oh, Supermoon making it look a little bit bigger. Um. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Last month's supermoon was about uh, 96 miles further away than this one. So it's going to be a little bigger than last month, you know, because a little bit closer. So and, is it this um, weekend or is it Wednesday? Um, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was uh, on the weekend. Is it? Uh, uh, let me double check. I think Do you it's have tomorrow. the the. the date right in front of you I, I'm, I thought it was this weekend yeah it says it we says probably get that it right. says Wednesday well then um, yeah don't go out yeah <laughs> no kidding right there in the title uh, don't go out and look for it on this weekend because it's not gonna happen then so you gotta so, go out tomorrow the, the shadow of the earth will basically cover up the full moon and what's cool about it is unlike a, a lunar or a solar eclipse the Sun you can look right at this one. So you can go out at night and watch as the shadow goes across, the shadow of the earth goes across the moon and blocks it out. Uh, and the process takes about five hours. So, you know, you, you don't have to stay out there and watch all of it, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. So with that, it is time for so, a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. The Gallagher brothers are naming the price it would take to get Oasis back together. Speaking on the Jonathan Ross show, Noel Gallagher said he would reunite the band for 100 million pounds. That's over 141 million in U.S. dollars. Noel said there isn't 100 million euros in the music business between all of them, but if someone offered, he would do it. An Instagram fan page for Oasis posted Noel's comments, and that's when Liam decided to chime in. He said he would do it for free. And 
Maroon 5 is giving their fans their first look at the upcoming album, Jordy. On Monday, they shared the 14-track list for their seventh studio album. The songs include their previously released singles, Memories, Beautiful Mistakes, and Nobody's Love. The album is named after their late manager, Jordan Feldstein, who died in 2017 after a blood clot at the age of 40. Halsey is facing a lawsuit for her song East Side. She worked on it with Ed Sheeran, Callie D, and Benny Blanco. TMZ reports Constantine Lois and Shane Williams claim this song copies their 2015 song Loveless for American XO. While Sheeran is not featured on the song, he did help write it, so he's also being sued. The lawsuit cited a Vibe article where Blanco said he listens to up to a dozen new artists a day in order to find inspiration for his songs. That's entertainment. Natalie Migliori, NBC News Radio. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-202-7711. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-202-7711. 1-800-202-7711. It's time to say see you later alligator to embarrassing and troublesome issues with your skin, nails, and hair with all-natural Cayman alligator oil. Cayman oil is locally made, right in Louisiana, where people have been using alligator oil for centuries to treat all kinds of ailments. A drop a day of Cayman oil can help you say, see you later, alligator, to athlete's foot, nail fungus, acne, eczema, rashes, dry skin, cuts, infections, MRSA, scars, burns, sunburns, and even ingrown hair and dandruff. If you or someone you know is tired of suffering with any of these skin, nail, and hair troubles, you need to visit mycayman.com to learn more about 100% natural, non-toxic, hypoallergenic cayman oil and get a bottle today. Say, see you later, alligator, with cayman alligator oil at mycayman.com. That's mycayman.com. Mycayman.com. Come to Hooters where there's no such thing as a party of one. Located with a 60 and the 215 meet in Riverside, near Marino Valley. For more info, Google Hooters Riverside. There's only one thing you think of when you think of Hooters. Wings. Wait, what? With more styles, better flavors, and fresher wings, you could only be in the original American wing joint. Get them smoked, bacon-wrapped, original style, and now introducing new Roasted Wings. Roasted crispy to seal in the flavor and seal out half the calories. One taste and you'll think of nothing else. We'll see about that. Come to Hooters where there's no such thing as a party of one. Located with a 60 and the 215 meet in Riverside, near Merino Valley. For more info, Google Hooters Riverside. There's only one thing you think of when you think of Hooters. Hooters, the original American wing joint. KCAA, where every day is a great day. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. And uh, a uh, former Clinton administration uh, official is saying the U.S. should dig deeper into theory that the, the theory that the COVID that COVID originated in a Wuhan lab. Um, and, and I happen to agree uh, there right now, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm just going to set this up and I'll, then I'll kick it to you, Todd. Um, they're they're kind of letting the World Health Organization and the Biden administration's position is that the World Health Organization uh, and the World Health Assembly should lead the way into, into this investigation, except both are controlled essentially by China. 
And so, no, no, I, that's not an acceptable answer. Todd, you, can, you take it. Yeah, no, I, I'm in agreement, too. I think that the, we, you know, honestly, I don't know that, I mean, given given the current rulers in China right now, we're not going to find out any answers. I mean, they shut down the uh, the lab and, 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 you know, it was scrubbed from head to toe, um, but it's coming out, you know, that there were uh, a, a few months uh, towards the end of 2019 and in, in like September and November of 2019 that there were workers there that were you know, went home sick and 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 had suspiciously uh, COVID-like uh, symptoms, and uh, but but I'm sure that all of the evidence has been gotten rid of because again, yep. China is you it's know China. as a country very very focused on, um, or at least their their political uh, leaders are very focused on on appearances and and saving face and making sure that nothing you know, ever looks bad, uh, there, you know, it doesn't appear that it was like something that was being done intentionally. They didn't like release it into the population intentionally, but it seems like that perhaps, um, you know, through either mistake or mishandling within the lab that, that the, somebody got sick and then went home and started spreading it. So, you know, and, and there's no hard evidence, but there's certainly a lot of circumstantial evidence that makes people think that well, my feeling you know, I mean, I, I, I don't think you'd disagree. We've talked about it before that 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 because of the structure of their government that we won't get hard evidence, probably. No, and we're not going to get an honest answer. I think they'll lie to us no. just because they can. Um, and they yeah, have. I, mean, I don't think they've been honest with us at all through any of this. No, no. They're still claiming that that, you know, across the, the whole of China, there were like 2000 deaths. Yeah. Hogwash. Mm hmm. You know. Yeah, we've seen what the what the what the disease has done in other places in the world, um, and you can't tell me that the place where it started, when we knew nothing about it in terms of of its, um, you know, well, see now, then they might have known something about it, so they were able to work on get going on a on a um, um, vaccine quicker. But um, my sense is is that yeah, that those numbers are baloney. Um, early on, we saw uh, some satellite pictures showing like mass graves outside of Wuhan. Um, and again, you know, because they're a closed society, we're not getting we're not getting honest answers from their news as to what's going on. And they're not they, they kicked out all foreign um, uh, news people early on in the process so that so that uh, they could then spin the story any way they wanted. So I. Well, and there's another way to look at this. I mean, suppose that they really only had 2,000 deaths and that this was actually intentionally um, uh, planted or intentionally mm -hmm. created. and Released those, upon the world. Re released mm -hmm. upon the world, and those 2,000 deaths are collateral damage. Yeah. I wouldn't put that past them either. Essentially, nothing yeah. would surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would essentially be, you know, uh, a, a biological attack on the world. Right. Yes. And uh, and there's no way of of forcing the truth out of them. Nope. So. Nope. Yeah. So I I I, <laughs> I, I have very little confidence and uh, trust in the Chinese Communist Party. And um, as evidenced by <laughs> my jaded my jaded conversation here. But I I. I don't mm -hmm. believe for a second that they are innocent in this. Not a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, I mean, there, there's, there's historical evidence that the, you know, that we as a country were, were aware of the, the lab and the kind of work, kind of work that they were doing there. And even in it, it's, you know, coming out that we had, um, you know, some, uh, in investment with that or trying to in efforts to try to help them make sure that the lab is run better. Um, because there were some people who said the lab was not run particularly well. Um, and that they, you know, they were supposed to be a, and I don't remember the, the specifics of the different levels, but that, you know, there's different rankings for, you know, the levels of labs and, and what, how secure they are against specific diseases. And this was supposed to be a pretty high level one so that they could do, you know, uh, exploratory work with fairly dangerous, um, viruses and bugs and, uh, but that it wasn't as well run as it should have been. And so, um, you know, whether it was a, a mistake or a specific, specifically designed attack, um, or, or, you know, came from an animal, 
we just aren't going to know that necessarily because we're not that you know it it began in a place where where the the truth is not as important as the story indeed and that's really all communist countries by the way the truth is not as important as the story and that's um mm-hmm. that's just the way they work that's well and it and i would say all totalitarian countries yeah you know. yeah well when you get uh you know one party or one person or one group of people in charge um they will try to control the narrative on everything so that you know they're painted into a into a good picture all the time right so that they never know their, their population would never have reason to question whether or not they should be in charge because everything goes great while they're in charge and anything that doesn't go great was you know somebody else outside right, right. so if you put the blame on the outside that then coalesces your support internally so you know that and and brutal attacks Yes. So (laughs) what is our trivia question for today? Ah, trivia questions. Okay. So um, I know that you're a youngin and probably don't, but maybe you saw it in in reruns. On Leave it to Beaver, what was Wally's best friend's name? Mm, I think I know this one. But I won't say... So you got to have to go to backfromthebrink.live. That is backfromthebrink.live to catch the continuing uh, conversation uh, with Todd and me. He will be there very shortly. I will be there shortly thereafter. And, uh, yeah, you'll get the answer to this and many other questions as we continue to talk because we like to talk. <laughs> so We babble on we, often. We do. <laughs> we do. So um, we are at the end of our show for today. I am Aaron Brinker. I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. Have a great day, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. FM and now 102.3 FM.